When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. This is Doc Insider. Doc's going to pick it up, and here we go. Got him deep. He's open. He's got it. He's gone. How about that? Oregon repeats as the Pac-12 champion. Duarte pulls up. Three ball. Bang. LJ back for the fourth time in the last six years. The Ducks are Pac-12 champions. Goalie three. Goal! Goalie ball! Hill fires and hits a three. Left wing. Pow, pow. Yeah, boom, boom. Welcome to Duck Insider. What a weekend. We're just getting started. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, here's Joey Mack. Busy weekend for the Ducks. Uh, four different Pac-12 championships coming your way this weekend. And we've got an Oregon baseball series between the Ducks and UCLA. A pair of top 25 teams, depending on which poll you're looking at. This is a huge, huge series for Oregon baseball. Uh, teams that are right next to each other in the Pac-12 standings. If the Ducks win, looks pretty darn good down the stretch for the Ducks in the Pac-12 slate. So, big series tonight, 6 o'clock first pitch. If you are tuning in right now on 95.3, the score in the 6 o'clock hour when they air Duck Insider here in Eugene. 
flip them over to 590 because we will also be right now having the Oregon baseball pregame show coming up for you and the first pitch between the Ducks and the Bruins with myself and Alex Simpson tonight. It is a 545 pregame show for the Ducks and the Bruins on the baseball diamond. All right, we are sold out of tickets for tonight. Limited ticket quali qualities. They are quality tickets. Quantities are available for Saturday and Sunday for Oregon baseball. GoDucks.com for more info. Really looking forward to a big day and a big week for the Ducks at PK Park. Going to hear from Mark Waskowski. Going to hear from Sam Vitsky. Going to hear from Colby Summers. Again, though, if you're on one of our affiliate stations, tuning in a little bit later on today. It's a 6 o'clock first pitch. So if you're in Eugene, 590 AM, you can flip over. You'll listen to me calling the game. I'm on two stations at once in Eugene right now with the way that <laughs> the schedules work out. And similarly, for our friends up in Portland, you might be able to flip on over to 910 AM, and you'll be listening to the game right now as well. Neil Shelander, one of the head coaches for the Ducks, who is getting ready for Pac-12 weekend. That's pretty much what it is for golf and tennis and everything else. We're going to hear from Neil Shelander coming up. We talked to him earlier this week. I love talking with Coach Shelander. He is, one, brutally honest, which is Anybody that's worked with me knows that. Sorry. And Neil Shelander is also just hilarious. Like, you, you guys you guys will hear, we actually talked to him earlier in the week before they traveled. You will hear some of this just deadpan humor sometimes from Coach Shelander. I absolutely love it so much, uh, especially when the Ducks play the Huskies. They're not playing the Huskies tomorrow. They're playing USC tomorrow in the Pac-12 Championships, and I'm really looking forward to it. Robert Johnson, it's a huge week as some alums are returning to Hayward Field. Full preview and meet info, GoDucks.com. But this is darn cool. Like, for example, we saw Hannah Cunliffe just tweet earlier today. Like, she's home. The new Hayward. I mean, yeah, the alums like Raven Rogers are coming back. It's going to be awesome at Hayward Field. Looking forward to all the coverage from that this weekend. Also, some spring football updates from Noah Sewell, Jamal Hill, DJ James. And I don't think we missed anything. All right, let's talk baseball. Tonight, it's going to be Robert Alstrom on the hill. And look, the Ducks did not get a great start to their series against USC. They lost on Friday last week, had to then come back, win on Saturday and Sunday, and they had to come back Sunday even to win the series. Good win for the Ducks. But now against the UCLA team at home that Oregon has not played actually in two years. There's multiple storylines with UCLA. One, it was the last series for the Ducks in the 2019 season. Then... It was the series Oregon was about to play on the road in L.A. when the world shut down in March of last year. So it's been a while since the Ducks have played the Bruins, and I'm really looking forward to this matchup tonight. Mark Wasikowski met with the media this week, head coach for the Ducks, talking about the matchup with UCLA, talking about what went right and what went wrong against USC, and also just how darn good some of his individuals have been. Sam Nowitzki's average has ticked up about 60 points in the last two weeks. Aaron Zavala continues to be top 15 nationally in pretty much every offensive category that matters. Gabe Matthews was a national player of the week on the <laughs> on the offensive side. Uh, look, this team's really good, and this team's a lot of fun to watch, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do against the Bruins here tonight. Mark Wazikowski meeting with the media, previewing Oregon-UCLA at PK Park. Starting with uh, Nowitzki, uh, he obviously had a – much hotter weekend probably than he's had almost all season. Uh, just hitting's a streaky thing. What uh, what was it about this weekend for him that uh, got him kind of really back in gear? Yeah, he had really good at bats all weekend, uh, especially Saturday and Sunday. You know, I had two good at bats on Friday night as well. Uh, just overall, he played well. You know, I mean, kid hit 462 on the weekend. Um, you know, uh, just. And, and equally as impressive was his defense. On the Coming line. off a, a, such a strange off off season, how did you get that kind of culture established? Given the strangeness of of last year. Well, last year was you know we we, we didn't have really a year last year, and so that that put us back 
uh, you know, to not be able to play in the final 40 whatever games there would have been um, stunk. You know, I mean, especially as a first year coach, you're trying to get in here with your staff and, and develop a culture and do some things. Uh, then this fall shows up, you know, and we didn't even know through the all summer, you know, we're doing a bunch of Zoom calls. I actually think, you know, in a weird way, maybe some of those Zoom calls help just slow things down for for our guys and get to know the staff and and get to know, I guess, maybe how consistent we would be just being with them on a daily basis. And then uh, this fall was a challenge. We had more than I mean, it seemed like this fall was everything but baseball. You couldn't have base runners, you know, so we, we still going, coming out of the fall, we weren't even allowed to have base runners running around the bases, which is kind of a big deal in baseball. Um, obviously say that sarcastically, but um, it was, it's a good question, Rob. We, we, uh, we were always looking for ways. And, and the hardest thing is when all the rules tell you no gathering, no high fives, nobody in the dugout, you know, everybody stay apart. Uh, basically our, our guys took it as, as you know not allowed to have any fun that's what they heard um not allowed to have any fun and so develop a culture anyways how are you going to do that you know and so i guess what we did was we just tried to to talk with people and our guys and and be open and honest with them and say hey look guys there's more than baseball going on out there and so let's let's talk about stuff let's let's be human beings first i guess is kind of the direction we went and we were able to develop some better relationships with our players which was nice Try to expound on uh, Gabe Matthews, how how hot he's getting. What has changed? Anything to change, or is he just seeing the ball better? Or yeah, I mean Jerry, you know that's a great question. You know, um, hitting comes and goes. You know, at the beginning of the year, everybody's scratching their head about Gabe Matthews. My gosh, you know, is he going to be okay? And um, you know, I don't know. Uh, now it, it's just hitting comes and goes, you know, Kenyon Yovan didn't have a monster weekend this weekend. He didn't have a monster weekend versus Oregon state. Who knows? Maybe he shows back up this weekend and he carries us and he's the national hitter of the week again. I don't know. It's just hitting comes and goes for me. You know, um, Anthony Hall has a monster weekend in Arizona, uh, hasn't done a ton since then a little bit here and there, but, but not as big a numbers. Um, I guess the key is for us, Jerry, maybe, uh, now Gabe gets going. He's hitting 667 this last weekend, and, and he was a player of the week two weeks ago, and, and this week he could have won it again um, if it wasn't for the kid from UCLA's excellence that he had going on this week. So, I, I mean, it's just nice to have more guys than just one that could um, ignite your team and really kind of carry your team, you know, when you've got three, four guys that can kind of do that and others that chip in when they get hot. I think it's just a, a key is, is can you have a – a long lineup instead of just focus on one or two guys. And it seems like we've got a longer lineup than, than we've had here in the past. Colby certainly showed you last year that he was capable to go back two years and, you know, his ERA was enormous. So when did you know that you had this, this caliber of a closer? We knew this fall. Um, we knew that Coach Angier – I mean, Coach Angier's impact on the pitchers have been tremendous. Um, you know, this last weekend, the starters didn't really pitch great. But the bullpen steps up, you know, kind of like the, the the lineup, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, you can win in a lot of different ways with this group and coach Angier has had a big impact on Colby. I think he's in a role too, that's more comfortable for him. He's not being asked to go out there and get six innings as a starter or five innings as a starter, which is not going to be Colby's strength. He's a guy that can come in, uh, blow it out out of that bullpen. He's got some really good pitches, um, you know, in terms of his off-speed pitches are really good and this weekend, he uses fastball very effectively. Um, 
it just coach Angiers developed the kid, you know, and above the shoulders, probably most importantly with a lot of these pitchers now believing in themselves that they can get guys out and the best guys out on a regular basis has probably been um, under discussed. Uh, that's been, that's been a real key to coach Angier. The poise that he's instilled in these pitchers has been apparent to me. You're not quite the underdogs anymore, given where you are in the rankings. I mean, how do you keep that mentality or does it require on the back end of, of the season here? You know, we, we're just focusing on playing the game well. And uh, you're right, at the beginning, shoot, a year ago, we lost to Lane Community College. Nothing against, you know, Coach Blunt's program over at Lane, but during the fall, we lost to Lane Community College my first fall here at Oregon. So, um, you know, we had a long way to go, to say the least, when it came to above the shoulders and developing the mentality that the kids could be good, confidence in themselves to where they could perform. That stuff takes a long time to develop. That's not just a good round of BP or a good bullpen thrown. Um, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of, um, you know, investment. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one for me to answer. I mean, in terms of the, the plan that we've had is real simple. You just play the game well and you don't really care who the opponent is. Um, you don't undervalue who the opponents are. Like and say stuff like, well, the games versus Oregon State don't mean anything more than a regular game. Well, that's nonsense. The games versus UCLA don't mean any more than a regular game. That's nonsense. Everybody knows that UCLA, all the gurus and experts have said UCLA's got the best talent in our league. And so let's trust that they know what they're talking about. Uh, we're not going to say they don't. We're not going to say that they're, uh, they're a bad program because that's far from the truth. Uh, we're going to say the truth in our program. We want to be in first place. We want to uh, know what it's like to be the hunted and not have to hunt. Uh, all the time. We, we want those things as standards and expectations in our program. And um, really getting there is, is kind of uh, a boring um, plan, let's call it, because the plan is, is just playing the game well and not really caring about your opponent. And just regardless of who shows up in the dugout, you know that you get beat by playing the game poorly like we did versus Lane or playing the game well like we did versus Oregon State. So uh, it's just keeping it simple, I guess, is how we've been doing it in terms of the focus on what the, the players can control. Kasovich has sure been impressive pretty consistently defensively and at the plate. What, what's his ceiling? I will tell. I won't put a lid on it, though. However, his work ethic is going to determine that. And I don't know, between him and Zavala and, you know, Nowitzki and some of these other kids, their work ethic is off the charts. And so I don't really know how, how much ceiling he has from an athleticism standpoint. I, uh, especially when I saw him last year show up to campus and he just looked like a real vanilla looking athlete. And then to see him today, uh, just, you know, really put together well um, to have national cross checkers after this last weekend, really asking me some detailed questions about Josh and he's not draft eligible yet, but he's, he's putting himself on a radar screen as a shortstop uh, nationally. Can you speak to the level of improvement that has gone on for all your pitches, a guy like Colby, for example, of where their release points were to after off seasons of work now, how much closer they've been able to slot different pitches to become that much more difficult to pitcher to hit off of? The key is, is utilizing the technology, having a video crew that can uh, capture that footage with, um, with the, cutting edge tech, which now we've purchased and have, uh, and then having a crew like Brett Thomas um, and, you know, and Daryl Hunter, who can break down that video 
they're the smartest out there in the business right now. They can break down that video, show uh, Coach Angier or Coach Martyr, depending on what side of the ball we're talking about, the specifics on what all that stuff means. When it comes to pitching, what happens as the ball's crossing home plate, um, they can make pitch-by-pitch pitch adjustments uh, based off of what it looks like uh, with release points on different pitches and based off of how maybe finger positioning and stride length and staying back over your backside in Robbie's case and some of the other adjustments, they can see in real time from pitch to pitch what a slight adjustment does in a bullpen setting or in a game setting. And Coach Angier can tap into that information through our uh, analytics crew, and he can provide real-time information for our pitchers, which has clearly been an asset of development uh, that doesn't necessarily help above the shoulders, but it can lead towards a clear plan for the pitcher to where it's not just throwing stuff against a wall and seeing what sticks. It really is stuff that they can see uh, optically after each pitch in a bullpen, the adjustment that they just made and what that led to is the ball was crossing home plate, whether it was a positive or a negative adjustment. So the, the stuff is cutting edge and to have the excellence of our tech crew with Brett Thomas leading the way with Daryl as well, um, you know, getting that information to Jake to where he can process it and then put it into coaching terms for our players has been one of the critical uh, ingredients for us. Mark Waskowski, a lot of updates there on some different players and they have really embraced that technology and now, they can translate it into a win over UCLA, all the better, because right now Oregon is sitting in a position to host a regional. The Ducks uh, in the latest Baseball America field of 64 would be hosting a regional. Now it's up to them to stay in that conversation as we head into the final month of the regular season. We are about a month away, about five weekends left, I believe, uh, in the regular season for Oregon baseball. Myself and Alex Simpson tonight, 545 pregame show. If you're tuning in on one of our OSN affiliates later on in the day, 6 o'clock first pitch, might be able to flip over or utilize the GoDucks game day app to tune in live as we bring you Oregon baseball tonight. Going to hear from Sam Nowitzki and Colby Summers, a couple guys who have really keyed Oregon's efforts lately as we continue to talk a little baseball because I'll tell you what, fans, this squad's fun, man. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, welcome to the Spicy Drive-In. May I take your order? Can I get the spicy chicken sandwich, please? The spicy chicken is an excellent choice, sir, and to drink? Uh, whatever's fine. Oh, may I make a beverage pairing recommendation this evening? Sure. If we are feeling especially bold tonight, sir, I would recommend the Mountain Dew with that. It's bravely unrestrained with a very alive aroma that pairs wonderfully with your spicy chicken. It's followed by a hint of zesty citrus flavor. Uh, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm sure you already know this, sir, but remember to appreciate the nose first by giving the Mountain Dew a little swirl to relieve volatizing. Uh, 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 vola what? To change the flavor compounds and activate your taste buds to get them fully primed for that chicken sandwich. Ah, it's delicious. <laughs> now you're getting the hang of it. The muscular flavor charge characteristics of Mountain Dew make for an absolutely epic mouthfeel when paired with spicy cuisine. It is quite on point, sir. Dude, it's a perfect match. Like they were made for each other. So true, so true. When you want to make good food bolder and bold food better, do the do. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield IMG College. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Insider, visit on Point Community Credit Union. Joy Mack here with you in the Country Financial Studio. Today's show brought to you by Shadow Hills Country Club, your family resort just minutes from home. Call for a tour today. Sam Davitsky has played a really, really slick third base for Oregon baseball against UCLA coming up, starting a three-game set tonight at 6, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for the Ducks against the Bruins. We'll have the broadcast on the Oregon live stream in conjunction with the Oregon Sports Network here coming up. Man, Sam Nowitzki, though, his average has gone up about 60 points over the last couple weeks. Has really played a good third base, as I mentioned, but He's getting that bat going, too. Uh, he hit 300 as a freshman. Now that average starting to tick back up toward 300. He met with the media, and I think, look, you're going to love hearing from Sam Nowitzki because Sam is just such a team guy. Loved hearing from him and talking with him this week. What's your guys' confidence level, you know, going into big series, just uh, your ability to compete with, with anybody you take the field right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that this year is just a special team, and, you know, I, I think uh, – one of our mottos is not really, you know, who's showing up in the other dugout. It's more just, you know, playing against the game. We're just trying to compete each pitch, um, you know, compete each game and kind of take it like that. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, we know UCLA is a good club and they've been, um, you know, obviously a team uh, in the Pac-12 that's been very successful over, you know, many years. And, you know, we have, we have respect for them. But I think uh, we just focus on ourselves, competing against the game, competing against each pitch and just doing what we've been doing. We're going to be just fine. You can see something on a video, but then to be able to adjust it, can you give a specific on how you see something that's different and what you're you're uh, hitting and uh, and how you made an adjustment, how that works? Yeah, I mean, uh, video is uh, I mean, video video is a big deal, and and just with uh, what Oregon's invested in with with the video analysis, um, I mean, we have great student managers that that are in charge of that, and then, um, Brett Thomas, and then our our coaches with Jack Martyr and Marcus Hinkle, and everybody on the hitting side of it. I mean. Just the just the analysis that, and the information that's available to us, and then to be able to see that, and then so, you know some people you know like myself can use that information then to be you know, successful in the game. Some you know players may not prefer it as much, but I mean just to have that option there to be able to see stuff and then and uh, see that, be able to make adjustments throughout the season, and that really bodes well for us as hitters and, and pitchers for that matter. Well, now you're one of the top teams in the Pac-12, and there's a big enough sample size here where you know it. it I don't know if underdog is the right word anymore. I, is, can you keep an underdog mentality when, when the results are, are this consistent all the time, the way they've been for you guys? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a great question. I, I think so. I mean, I think the key is just, uh, you know, doing what we do best and, that, and that's working hard. And, and like I said, just competing every game, competing every pitch. I mean, and, and that's really all we've been trying to do all year. Um, like I said, you know, you, you don't want to get too caught up in the results. It's more about the process of, of just competing. And, you know, I think, you know, we are you know, a bunch of a bunch of guys with a chip on our shoulder, and that's how we always got to play. You know, whether we're on top and, or whether you know we're we're you know we're grinding it out. So I think that that's what we just want to continue to do, and uh, and just keep that mentality. Hitting is can, can be a streaky thing, but was there anything specifically that you did this past week? Any adjustments that you made uh, to get the results you got this past week compared to what had been a, a tough couple of weeks before that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just. 
I just kept grinding it out, really. I mean, you know, baseball, like you said, it, it can be a tough, it can be a tough game, and it can be a, you know, it can be a struggle at times. And for me, earlier in this year, you know, I wasn't necessarily getting, you know, the best results, but you know, like I, you know, just kind of the theme I've been talking about, just competing. You know, that's really the, you know, the adjustment and just, um, and just continuing to grind it out. And you know, uh, luckily enough, I was able to get some good pitches to hit this weekend and just really help our team win. Mentally. How have you fought through that the last couple of years to to stay on the right track and to keep that kind of grinded out mentality um, when you're not always experiencing the success that you did just a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, uh, this team is very competitive, and you know, I got a lot of respect, uh, you know, for Coach Waz, and and you know, you, you got you got you got to earn it on this team. That's how it should be, and you know, that's what makes our team very good. You know, we're very deep at a lot of positions, and. And for me, it's just, you know, what can I do to help the team win? And, uh, you know, the, the main stat for me is, you know, the wins and loss column. And, and if we're winning, you know, uh, and, and I'm happy. And, and one of the special things about this team is the fact that we have a lot of guys and, and, and we're trying to get everybody. And just, just that mentality right there that our team has this year, I think is why we're successful. So, I mean, I just, that's really the main focus for me is, you know, battling, you know, in and out of the lineup, whatever it is, whatever I can do to help the team win is, is uh, the top of the list, top priority for me. Hey, Sam, this is one of those weeks where you guys don't have a midweek game. Uh, from a logistic standpoint, are there things you're able to do preparing that um, you're you're going to be able to do this week that you're not and when you have a midweek game to deal with? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's good for a lot of us, you know, that you know, sometimes it's nice just to have practice and you know, kind of rest the body a little bit. But I think, you know, whether we have a midweek or not, I think it's just, you know, just trying preparation is key and, and having good practice kind of practicing like like you play game like I mean that's important for us so I think as long as we're able to focus on that we're, we're going to be just fine keep the bats rolling and keep throwing the ball well you know I actually thought that was a great question from Hayden Herrera at NBC 16 because that's something I think about a lot where you know the Ducks have a little momentum after a, a road series win then they don't play right they don't they don't have a game to kind of keep that momentum going and so how do you do that I, I thought Sam Nowitzki answering that question was just great I mean Sam is Sam's going to be potentially like an academic All-American. I mean, that guy has had one of the highest GPAs on the team. Just an ultimate team guy. I'm just rooting so hard for Sam Nowitzki. Just such a good dude. Similarly, Colby Summers. Great story in Colby Summers. Has been sort of a spot starter slash reliever. His ERA has been a little higher than he would have liked in his career. But an Oregon guy who has now settled into the rotation, and he's one of the best in the conference in terms of saves. He's been up there all season long. Coach Wazkowski, I've asked him, like, what's the difference with Colby Summers? And he was like, oh, well, I don't know how what he was like before we got here, but the mentality of Colby Summers is really special. Well, he talked a little bit about what he's had to do to get better and the improvement that he's made because the Ducks have a legit closer this year in Colby Summers. I'll say one thing. Um... The biggest thing with me that I try to make adjustments on, um, especially is with my breaking ball. Um, when I am releasing it, um, not getting out in front and releasing it early tends to back up and not spin as much, and then it's a hanging breaking ball. Um, so when that happens, I make sure to make an adjustment, get it out in front, um, and then you see the more um, the breaking ball spin more, and then have more depth and get more swing and miss. Um, so that's one of the main adjustments I make. Um, but then, I mean, there's adjustments with everything. You know, if you're leaving the ball up up and away, then you're probably rushing your delivery. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you have to be able to make adjustments really quick. Um, I think that's what makes a good pitcher. What has been the biggest 
change or adjustment for you over the past couple of years? Yeah, I would say um, the biggest thing that's helped me is having a consistent routine. Um, I think in the past, um, you know, you're coming in as early, uh, you know, freshman, sophomore, you aren't used to failure and not really know um, how to deal with, um, you know, not succeeding. And um, so I've learned that I need to have a consistent routine um, as far as my work, uh, my dry work, in the weight room, um, mental game, visual, visualization. There's a lot of things that go into it. Um, and the last few years have been really consistent um, with the way I go about my work. Um, and I think that's been a big contributor to, you know, having better results this year and last year. Early in your career, you're, you know, you're, you're a starter. And then now kind of just the last couple of years, you kind of transitioned to that back end of the bullpen role. I mean, just kind of what's, what's that been like, you know, the, the difference between, you know, men mentality and, and whatnot, um, of For being sure. as opposed to being a reliever. Um, yeah, I would say the biggest thing is just, um, you know, as a starter, you can, uh, you know, you don't have to be physically, um, mentally ready to throw every single day. You can kind of, you know, you're doing everything you can um, leading up to get your body right and your mind right for when you're starting, but then you're kind of just leaving it all out um, on that one start of the week. Whereas, you know, as a reliever, you have to be ready to go every single day. Um, you have to make sure your, your body's good, your arm's good. Um, as well as making sure that you're in the right state of mind, you're focused, um, you're ready to, to go compete with the best you have every single day. Um, so I'd say that's, that's probably the biggest um, adjustment from going from starting to being in the relief. But um, it's been a lot of fun um, knowing that you can have a big impact on every single game. Since you've come to Oregon, how much has you increased your velocity? What, what do you throw at your fastball? And what can you, if you try to, you know, do anything to even get it faster, what could you do? Um, yeah, so as a freshman, um, my velocity was mainly upper 80s. Um, and now I can be anywhere from 88 to 92. Um, definitely sitting, um, a little bit firmer from in the last two years compared to my freshman sophomore year. Um, I think that most of that comes with just um, working hard in the weight room, um, getting stronger, as well as um, you know being a pitcher. You you really need to be flexible, and I think you know I'm not exactly the most mobile person, but I've worked really hard to become more flexible, and I think that's that's helped a lot too. Oh, that was interesting. You know, it's it's a couple things there for Colby Summers. He's changed his mentality a bit to move into the back end of that bullpen and changed his body a bit, working with Daryl Hunter as well. Just a lot of takeaways and a guy who has grown a significant amount in his career. Pretty cool. When we come back, uh, no Shelander. We're going to talk a little bit of men's tennis. Pac-12 championships start tomorrow for men's tennis, and it was a lot of fun. Full disclosure, we talked with Coach on Wednesday. I'm still... It was awesome. Uh, you're just you're gonna want to stick around and talk a little tennis with Neil Shelander, the head coach next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. 
So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Back inside the Country Financial Studio, it is Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. It is officially postseason season because there's so many sports that are heading to Pac-12s that are heading to NCAAs, and then you couple that with Oregon soccer and Oregon volleyball and the unprecedented seasons they just wrapped up in postseason play, and there's so much going on. It's time to talk a little Oregon tennis with head coach Neil Shelander, who's joining us in the Oregon Alumni Association guest line. All right, coach, let's start first. Uh, anytime I get a chance to brag about a squad that goes undefeated at home in the regular season – that's awesome. So, okay, congratulations on a great season so far. What's been your key to success? Uh, consistency. You know, and we've actually stayed, I mean, knock on wood here, right? We've been very healthy in these crazy times, um, you know, uh, so, and we've been able to have pretty much everybody available every match. And we've been, you know, been able to practice. We haven't missed many practices. And, and consistency, I think, is the word. You know, practicing, I feel like that's something that, that every coach brings up, but it's not necessarily something that fans and people like myself are always talking about. I mean, just how critical has that been to be able to practice in a semi-normal way to, to have some success? It's it's huge. It's huge. I mean, we can prepare them Monday through Thursday, and then in the weekend it's their show, you know, and, and we haven't missed any kind of preparation this year, which I think we're one of the few teams in the country that has been able to do that. Yeah, uh, and it, kudos goes to our trainer, um, Wendy. She's been fantastic. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt. I think it's great to always give the, give the love to to the training staff because I think they're. Is it safe to say that 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 they are the most unsung heroes of a program's success? Yeah, yeah. Other than you, that 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 gives us the positive image, right? No, 
I, I got, I got, I appreciate that coach. I really do, man. That means a lot for you to say that, but those athletic trainers, man, that's a, oh, unbelievable. Huh. I mean, in the morning after practice, before practice and just doing the work to get them out there day in day out when it's easy to say, Oh, we're going to take a day off. They get them ready to go. And, and, fantastic job done by our trainers are the athletic trainers coach uh the only staff members that work longer hours than you guys as coaches probably Man. probably yeah i love that i love that we can give them a little bit of love uh, nil Lander, head coach Oregon men's tennis our guest all right so coming up on saturday uh the pac-12s are upon us uh, saturday evening oregon will be playing usc down in southern california coach give us the the breakdown of the schedule for your squad and, and what it's going to take to have a little bit of success down there at the Pac-12s. Yeah, we uh, we leave tomorrow. Uh, hopefully get a light hit in tomorrow night under the lights. Um, good practice scheduled for Friday, and then we play Saturday night at 6 o'clock. So that will be under the lights, the end of the match against USC, who always is a national championship contender. Uh, we lost to them earlier in the season on the road, but it was uh, it came down to the wire. So I'm excited of getting them on a neutral court. Um, so that's at um, Saturday night. And then we will be playing regardless of outcome on on uh, Sunday and Monday as well. So break that down for us, Coach, because I know you and I were talking before we, we, we recorded here that it's a little different format than a regular year in the Pac-12s, right? Yes. With, uh, with the COVID, we didn't play in, in the fall. So in order to gather more individual results even and getting more team matches in, uh, you know, the SEC, ACC have more teams, so they get more conference matches. So we decided as coaches, um, you know, to play out for every spot in the tournament this year. So everybody gets three matches down there. And being in our conference, everybody's nationally ranked. So there's everybody has a chance to pick up meaningful ranking points going into the NCAA tournament. Were there any surprises in the Pac-12 this year? Or was it just, you know, another ho-hum amazing season of Pac-12 competition? I got to tip my hat to Stanford because uh, they started later than everybody with their COVID protocols. Um, so they got a shortened season and they still won the conference title uh, with less preparation. Uh, so, uh, you know, Coach Goldstein did a great job with his squad and they're seated one down in uh, San Diego this weekend. But uh, so, yeah, oh, that, that was I didn't think they were going to win conference with, with starting a month later than everybody else. Well, then. I, I got to get my plug in here, and this is where maybe you know I make you guys you, you give me the credit, I guess, that I'm about to earn here because you guys are coming off a victory over Stanford. No, we're the uh, only ones to beat them in conference this whole year. That's right. Uh, so it was a four-two win uh, for the Ducks over Stanford at the end of the season. And, and, and look, yeah. I have to ask you a little bit about just what went so right for your squad there. And, and I know that we're about to hit on a Pac-12 Player of the Week and Joshua Charlton as well. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, we started off by losing the doubles portion. Uh, so we went down 1-0, and everybody, I think, felt a sense of urgency. So I almost have to thank them for beating us in doubles. Uh, and then we went out, and we really put a number on them in the singles. Um, and it was so cool. It was senior day. And the guy clinching the victory was Brandon Lamb, who's a senior. Uh, and he got to do His mom was there, and he got to clinch um, on Stanford, on the number one team in conference on senior day. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, that win will carry us all all the way into the NC2As. But we got some work left to do this weekend. 
Joshua Charlton, though, I mean, Pac-12 Player of the Week, uh, we talked about it earlier this week on the show, uh, two wins against the Cardinal, including a top 40 victory in singles play. Is, is he firing on all cylinders for you right now? He's playing well, and he's been, you know, battling his body a little bit. But but he's, again, our trainer has just done a fantastic job with him. And, and uh, he's gone out, and he's just playing very confident right now, and he's on a mission, and... and uh, you know, he wants to play deep into May, and he's well on his way. Quinn Van de Castile as well. I wanted to ask you about him. We talked about the beginning of this chat coach being undefeated at home. Well, he went undefeated at home as an individual too, didn't he? Quinn did, yeah. Uh, and he's a freshman, and he's a young freshman too. He graduated a high school a year early. And he's been playing top half of the lineup the whole season. Uh, he's playing one doubles with Josh, uh, Josh Charlton. Uh, they beat the number two team in the country when we played at UCLA. So they got a legitimate shot of making into twice individually as well. Man. Uh, but as a, a young freshman coming in and going undefeated at home uh, for a whole season, you're talking January through April, it, it's pretty remarkable. I don't think we've ever had that before. Yeah. Talking about that doubles pairing, too, with Quinn and Josh, you and I are also talking before we press record here that you know, that's a squad that, that took down a pretty darn good USC doubles team, even though you guys as a squad took the loss. Uh, there's probably a little bit of chip on the Trojans' shoulders heading into this one, isn't there? Oh, I'm sure. And they're definitely not going to take us lightly now. Um, but uh, we're ready. We're ready. So, and Josh and Quinn are ready. They know they can do it now. So they'll hopefully be ready to do it again. After this unprecedented season, uh, so you guys are 15-5 and five right now, I should say. And, and it's looking, Coach, uh, and, and – and, Look, I am not an expert on this, and uh, I, I don't know that anybody really is in the COVID world with trying to figure out how selection's going to take place. But I feel like you guys have got to be in a pretty good position right now, sitting at 15-5 and five heading into NCAAs, right? Yeah, if there's any fairness, you know, that's enough. But it's been a wacky year, as you know. Uh, some conferences have played more than others. And some people have been able to play out of region, non-conference matches. Some other schools have not. And, yeah, it, it reflects in all the rankings. I mean, we're definitely underranked. We should be ranked higher than we are. Mm. Uh, but right now we're sitting, you know, fairly firmly in the postseason, I think. And But that could change in a week. You don't know what's going to happen in other conferences or how we're going to perform. Uh, we just got to take it one day at a time as a boring old cliche says. Well, hey, but at some point, you know, I, I've said this all this season, I mean, Every coach I've, I've I've heard say some phrase of control the controllables, right? Well, this this year, right, coach, like the ultimate example of no, really, you just have to control the controllables. And you wake up, it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it is. Oh, everybody healthy. Let's go. Let's get the most out of the day. We don't know what tomorrow holds. That's right. And uh, we've been doing a very good job of it, I think. USC is the opponent coming up Saturday evening on the Pac-12 championships for Oregon men's tennis. So what I'm hearing here, Coach, is just go down there and you're going to get three wins, and then we don't have to worry about anything, right? Yeah, I'll take that. Does that mean I can retire? <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> That's up to you. Now we're, we're going to go down and we're going to play our tails off. Uh, the team is really hungry. Obviously, we're going to face some of the best in the country, but I like to think of ourselves as a top team as well. 
So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of great tennis being played down in San Diego. Love it. Uh, Oregon men's tennis, uh, Pac-12s are upon us uh, Saturday evening against USC. You can follow along with Oregon men's tennis on the various social media accounts for all the details on how to tune in and what's going on for Neil Shelander and his squad. Coach, hey, thanks for always taking the time. I can't thank you enough. And best of luck down there, all right? And hopefully we're, we're talking after a selection show, huh? I know. I'll, we'll do that. We'll all do right. that. I'm all, right. all in. And then uh, hey, don't forget uh, the, the best thing that we have on our desk. We still got it for you, Coach. All yes, right. I got to get you something new here soon. We keep saying that someone is going to trump that one, and I'm going to have to come up with something even greater. Well, I, I'll tell you, since since we talked, Coach, I mean, we did get a baseball helmet. You know, okay. That's not bad. I, I feel like a tennis racket would look real nice. You know, yeah, actually, it would a green and yellow one. Yeah, we could get a couple tennis rackets. I've off, I've off, I've always been told that a lacrosse stick would look good hanging on the studio you know, wall too. So, you know what, we might be able to work something out. All right, I like so this. We, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it happen if we make NC Trace. How about that? Sold. All Sold. right, Neil Shelander, head coach, Oregon men's tennis. Uh, best of luck, safe travels, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate you. All right. When we get a timeout, uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit about the weekend schedule because there is an awful lot going on this weekend. Again, it's postseason season around Oregon athletics. Back after this in the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Dear Freedom, Toyota hybrids say, let's go faster and further with 10 hybrid models to choose from and tons of top tech. The best part? Every Toyota hybrid offers an extended hybrid battery warranty for 10 years or 150,000 miles. So let's go places. Toyota hybrids. For Toyota hybrid plug-in hybrid and fuel cell and battery electric vehicles beginning with model year 2020. The hybrid HV battery is covered for 10 years from original date of first use or 150,000 miles, whichever comes first. Coverage is subject to terms and conditions of your new vehicle limited warranty. See owner's warranty and maintenance guide for details. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Learfield IMG College. Hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well... It's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
Welcome back inside the Country Financial Studio. It is Duck Insider presented by Point Community Credit Union. I always love catching up with Coach Shelander, and I, I really thought that was awesome when he brought up the athletic trainers and just how much that has meant. In a regular season, it means a lot. I feel like in this particular season, it means an awful lot. And just I love that from Coach Shelander. Good luck to his team down in Southern California as they get ready to take on, uh, well, USC and then the rest of the Pac-12. We'll see how the bracket breaks. Meanwhile, at Hayward Field this weekend, uh, Robert Johnson answered a few questions talking about some of the big events as some alums return to Hayward Field. And it's going to be pretty darn fun over the next couple days. More meat information at GoDucks.com as the Ducks are going to have some greats at Hayward. Robert Johnson answering some questions about the meets this weekend. Hey, Robert. It looks like you have about three athletes competing in that USATF meet. Can you kind of just take us through the process on on why those three and, and what you're hoping they, they'll, they'll get out of that meet? Uh, some more regional marks and uh, competition. Um, no, no, no rhyme or reason on why those three. It just fit into uh, the USATF so format, fit into our format, and it just happened to work. Hi, Robert. Uh, you've had a couple chances now to see athletes come in and experience the new stadium. Uh, what does it mean to you to have some of the royalty like Michelle Carter, uh, Christian Taylor, those kinds of athletes come and check it out for the first time? And as well, some of your alums like Hannah and English and Jenna and uh, others. Yeah, we've had some alums uh, come through, even though it's, it's kind of hard with all of the uh, protocols and things that are going on. But those uh, few that have uh, really are blown away and overwhelmed. And so to have um, 12 more, to be exact, and the, some of the people that you named here, very be very interested to see their reactions uh, as well. Uh, I, I'd be curious to see if we're, we're able to give them a real tour if they just have to stick with everybody else and how the meat flows and, and those protocols. So um, interesting to see how it, it all plays out, uh, especially now that we're um, changing status, statuses. So the the protocols will become much more strict. Uh, Roberts, uh, rain in the forecast this weekend. You know, uh, everybody remembers what, you know, rainy rainy days at Old Hayward. But uh, what, what what do you think it'll be like uh, with this this new Grand Stadium uh, with adverse conditions? Uh, good question. Um, it's something that uh, we're looking forward to. We need to be able to see it in all of its uh, elements and all of its uh, glory or non-glory, even though, depending on who you are, some, some people like uh, the rain. So um, we're excited, we're interested in seeing how it performs and seeing what are um, just one of those things in a new stadium and seeing what you got. Uh, I know I was very nervous uh, the first meet and when they turned everything on, uh, if somebody flushes all the bathrooms at once, is it gonna work? So it'd be that same kind of uh, idea for us and seeing in uh, adverse uh, conditions uh, this weekend and seeing uh, what we've got. You know, looking ahead to the to the relays on Friday night, some of those invitationals, uh, the men's 5K, you bring in the Iowa State kids. You know, what are your expectations from from that race? And I saw that Coles entered too. Is he competing in the race or is that a, a pacing duty for him? Um, we enter everybody to compete as of uh, today. Uh, if it turns into something uh, pacing, and that'll be one of those last-minute things, but uh, Cole's going to run. Okay, what what are some of the protocols that have changed, and do you see uh, that there might be some impact in hosting the NCAA meet in June because of that? Probably too early to tell there. Um, the way that I read it and the way it was explained is 
there's like a, a two week uh, period there. And then after every two weeks, they reevaluate the status. And so right now um, we're about to go to uh, high. And then in two weeks, they'll evaluate that to see if it goes to extreme or if it goes to moderate. So uh, in two weeks, uh, we'll know a lot more on how we're trending and where we're going in, uh, as far as direction is concerned. Okay, just to follow up on that, Robert, I'm, you've talked repeatedly throughout this year about how you guys just kind of got to roll with the punches and deal with whatever happens in terms of coronavirus protocols. But is it any less frustrating uh, as, as this year goes on and that you got to keep kind of bouncing back and forth in and out of different uh, levels? Yes, uh, uh, frustrating uh, because uh, we probably have some uh, level of control over it by doing the things that they mandate with our, our social distancing and staying put and, and wearing our mask and uh, not being able to, to get a handle on that. Uh, I could uh, see how it could be frustrating and the yo-yoing effect that goes on. But uh, from what I've read and from what I've seen, kind of be expected. Uh, you're going to go in waves like this. Uh, we did really good here in Lane County and uh, getting our numbers really, really down. And then all of a sudden, uh, spring break happens and our numbers start to uh, skyrocket a, a little bit. Not to blame it all on spring break, but it did coincide uh, with that. So uh, one one is, is two. So, um, but ultimately, those are things out of your control. Uh, you just do what the people uh, tell you to do. I always find it uh, ironic and funny where you have people that are pro-mask and then you have people that are, are non-maskers uh, about this and, and that and the other. But uh, you don't hear people uh, complaining about wearing their seatbelt or stopping at a stop sign or going to speed limit. Just one of the things that the uh, government and uh, Lane County has decided to impose for the safety of everybody around seems pretty simple to follow. Can't agree more. Robert Johnson, Oregon track and field head coach. Look, he, like a lot of us, have had to wear a lot of different hats, but I just hope that everything goes and trends in the right direction because there are some special, special things happening at Hayward. This weekend, you can find more info on the home meet. Everybody who's entered in the various events for the Ducks and beyond, and it's going to be a good weekend at Hayward Field. Uh, keep your eye on the social media because some of the reactions, uh, those of you who are live with us in the 1 o'clock hour here on Friday, some of the reactions have been awesome from some of the alums. It, it's really, really cool to see. Coming up next, I want to hear a little bit from Noah Sewell. We'll end on a football note for the weekend as the Ducks head into a scrimmage at Hudson Stadium on Saturday. Quick time out when we return. Uh, hearing from a guy that Kayvon Thibodeau maybe told to hit a little bit less hard. We're back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. 
Duck Insider, Duck Insider, Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joy Mack in the Country Financial Studio getting ready for a slew of Oregon events this weekend, uh, including Oregon baseball tonight and also an Oregon football scrimmage at Autzen Stadium on Saturday. And then we'll be a week away from the spring game. Well, Noah Sewell met with the media, took a few questions and talked about the return to greatness after, of course, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and him back-to-back Pac-12 freshman defensive players of the year. Pretty darn good from Noah Sewell, huh? How far along do you feel like you've come in the year or so that you you've been on campus what's just been the 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 natural progression of your game you feel like uh i'd say there's a little growth there there's still needs uh there's still things i need to improve on just like my eye control reading the old line just stuff the little stuff basically what has it been like working with uh even more guys here this spring uh it's good to be honest just working with different linebackers in the linebacker group just building trust with each other just building dependable depth. That's what that's all we're about. Can you kind of give an update of how you guys are progressing through uh, Coach DeRuiter's defense so far this spring? Uh, we're doing good so far. It's just the terminology is different, but the concept is the same. We just got to get the terminology down, and everything will be fine. You know, when we talked with Coach Wilson on, on Saturday, he was talking about how many of the guys hadn't taken part in a scrimmage before, including yourself. What, what did you see from from yourself and, and some of the younger guys who, who really haven't had scrimmage opportunities when they got an opportunity on Saturday in Austin. It's actually a good opportunity for us young guys who early enrolled last year. We didn't have really a fall camp, spring practices. So this is like really helping us really get into the defense more, understand the X's and O's of it. The guy that uh, a lot of fans were uh, really looking forward to seeing you play with was Justin. And obviously I know he's been back and was a little bit limited this past weekend, but looks like he's closer and closer to, to fully back. What's it like just getting him back on the field here in the spring? His presence is different. Everybody can feel it. Everybody, everybody can feel it. You feel me? Number 10, he flying to the rock, wherever the rock is, whether it be in the opposite pylon or our pylon, he's running to that rock. Obviously, it's different positions than your brother, but what kind of conversations have you had with Panay, if any, about going from year one to year two and how to advance, advance your game to the next level? My mentality, that's the biggest thing. Every time I step on that field, like he said, that person across across from me, I got to, he's trying to, you feel me? I'm trying to pursue my dreams and he's the only one stopping me. 
Pretty darn cool from Noah Sewell. That's a great football family. Uh, the Ducks will scrimmage again in Austin on Saturday. We'll have some updates for you on Monday's show in addition to a full breakdown of the full weekend. Oregon softball, if you're with us live in the 1 o'clock hour, getting their doubleheader against Stanford underway. Oregon track and field with the Oregon relays at Hayward Field tonight and on Saturday. Baseball tonight, 6 o'clock. Man, there's a lot going on. And, of course, uh, women's golf, Pac-12 championships, men's tennis championships, women's tennis, women's golf, men's golf, everything. We'll see you on Monday. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up. The whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.